Ah, Rose knows. Unless you sound like old dirty ass motherfucker. <laughs> Rose should hit different. Bro take a long time, man. I hate these artistic dudes. He's coming. Yeah, what's Rose? Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> This is the I'm Kinda Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Lester Rowe. New week, new episode. Episode 106 of the I'm Kinda Famous Podcast. Looking at it. Those are not real right there. You don't think that's real? First of all, that's the same person. Hold on. There we go. Uh, K-I-N-D-A Famous Pod, P-O-D.com, the official website. Uh, kind of Famous Pod on Facebook and Twitter. That ain't real. She's beautiful. She on some hater shit. I just said she was beautiful. Facebook.com slash Kind of Famous Pod. Go over there. That's where I post a bunch of things. Arrowfilms.com, A-R-O-W-E, films.com, my official website to see what I'm working on, if I'm even talking about what I'm working on at that time. Um, Clean-ass people collectors, get them, arrowfilms.com, slash buy now, or you can go to Facebook page, Kind of Famous Pod, got them linked up somewhere around there, you can get them shirts or them shorts, got two different designs, you get the cosmic culture too, I forget about the cosmic culture for people into astrology, got mm. those shirts. I haven't seen those. Yeah, them fly too, man. I, got, I ain't got it over here. I get. We'll get you. What size shirt you wear right now? Medium. Take that off. Go. There's <laughs> one in there. Um, on them cosmic cultures. Anyway, Brittany's back. I'm here again. Um, she she made me drink. So uh, what? If I do not sound crisp and sharp, it is because of her. Joint effort here. Uh. N- and she told me about a whole bunch of uh, barbiturates and things that she's done. What? Today. You are. <laughs> uh, 25 of the best Wolf of Wall Street drugs you oh can find. Oh, my God. Do not believe anything this man says. Uh, you got to because I'll be spitting facts on a consistent and regular basis. Now, for me, I just celebrated a birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. You know, I'm one of them people who don't really bring too much acknowledgement to my birthday. You've got to, though. But what? Because not everybody gets to live to make it to the next one. There's a lot of people, especially women, who don't like to embrace their age. And then I don't, I've never been that way. Um, you know, it's like there's a lot of people that don't get to make it to that next one. Everyone is a blessing. So you got to be able to embrace it. And this is your day to be able to celebrate and enjoy yourself. Get a little, you know, extra like um, treatment in some way. If somebody ain't going to do it for you, you got to do it for yourself. Man, if somebody would have pinned, I should have pinned a dollar on my shirt. And I would have, you know what I mean? Got a little extra little piece of bread. There you go. But, you know, I got pulled up on my birthday. Did you get a ticket though? Nah. What'd they pull you over for? Because my uh, registration. <laughs> is uh expired look i'm out here living my best life i ain't got time to be at the dmv 
<laughs> you better do that text ahead and get that shit fixed. Yeah, you said text some head. What? <laughs> <laughs> so you heard what you want to heard on that one. What did you say? Yeah, I heard. Which, so you can do where you text in and Just then it up. Uh-huh. And then they will text you back so you don't got to go sit in the DMV all day. I know, but it's the idea of still waiting. Like that's my mom, I told my mom cuz she called me. One thing about my mom, she called me at the wrong time every time. And so she called me yesterday. I was headed out to the movies. And uh, I was telling her I got pulled over. I didn't have nothing on me. I didn't have my license. What? I didn't have the insurance. I, <laughs> my registration gone. Oh, my god! I had the little renewal paper in my fucking visor. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was like, look, man, I was headed where I was headed. I got the paper here. I, f- I just forgot. Today is my birthday. I just slid that in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he didn't even give me a citation. He let me get up out of there. That's nice. You got lucky. Yeah. I, I shit, Who you telling? <laughs> who you telling? So he let me go. Wasn't no big. And he said it. He said, get your registration done. Because I wouldn't have knew none of this if you had your registration. But initially, what did he pull you over for? My registration. You, you st- my oh, the little was, cigarette. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So he, you know, he hit me for that, and he was like, "I, didn't, I wouldn't knew you didn't have anything if you had that. It's not that you was doing nothing wrong. Your shit just wasn't ready." So that's crazy that they even caught that. Well, yeah, the little cigarette. They gotta really be looking to be able to. All right, he was right behind me. Um, you know, my my vehicle has a additional amount of sound, and I'm one of them people who like I ain't turning this shit down because you're the police. Enjoy yeah, they give you a they can give you a ticket for that too. Yeah, at night. At night only. Well, you if uh, you can't, that's when you will be disturbing the peace. I don't know. I I've always thought it was even during the day too. You could, but you got to be beyond us, uh, below a certain decibel. But he ain't gonna be able to check that. He's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna drive by and say, "Nah, it's too loud." Mm-hmm. I should have had my soundboard. It gives him a reason just to mess with you, though, you know? You know what? I'm going to use my sound soundboard today. Go ahead. What What was... uh? But yeah, well, you said something about celebrating, embracing your age. Well, and just being alive, just being thankful that you're here to even see another birthday. Now, let's just go back to women not embracing their age. Some people I'm, don't. I mean, some women don't. They don't want to... They'll be like... Um, you know, I'm 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 just gonna stay 27 another year, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm whatever. Because if you take care of yourself and you are whatever age you are, you should be able to say, I love myself from where I'm at. Even I mean, you should. I feel like people got to be able to say that you love yourself for where you're at. Period. But see, I hear women. I'm gonna tell you the funny thing I notice. You know, when you do uh, when I gotta do a background report, mm-hmm. aka facebook (laughs) i go to a woman's page and i look at like when a birthday is or some shit Mm -hmm. facebook facebook's i think defaults hiding women's birthday you think so i think so i go to a dude march 31st 1992 or Mm -hmm. some goofy shit Mm -hmm. go to a woman may 17th leaves the year off and that's it i'm gonna go to yours right now i guarantee mine's probably on there and if it's not, it's only because I try to, I mean, there's some weird people out there that my your, shit's kind of protected. Your birthday? Well, I, I'm on there, so I can look it up. Oh, right, right, <laughs> so right, right. We're friends on there. So, so I'm, I'm about to look up and see if y'all. Well, if we're friends, then yes, I want you to know my birthday because I'm all about it. Like, you, let's go hang out. Let's but I'm go. talking about the date. It like, should be. 
not i mean like the year yeah 88 life was great that's when all good things happen this motherfucker (laughs) turn into tupac and shit 23 and 88 those are my favorite numbers so it's there it's there because i love it i love when i see 88 on anything i get so excited i love it it's a beautiful number Man, all right, keep talking. I'm, I'm, fin- I'm finna go to another person. I know for fucking no, sure. I know plenty of women shit. who don't want to. I know guys too, though. That okay? So like a while back, I mentioned a, a, an older dude I had talked to, and I asked him when his birthday was, and he conveniently left off the year. And so I, you know, I made a, a joke about it. I'm like, oh, I like how you left the year off there. And he was so hesitant to tell me the year he was born because he thought. It was going to like, you know, throw me off in some way or whatever. So it's not just women. Well, I mean, now, was he younger or older? This is the older dude I told you about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I ain't going to do that to you. Please don't blow it up. Please don't blow it up. There's certain things we talk about that are not on here. Oh, good gracious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I celebrate my birthday. Uh, what else? I ain't doing really too much else. Hey, that Joker movie's fire. I want to say that. Yeah, it's, it was. I mean, I don't know if you into uh, comic books or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> not necessarily, but I was planning on being Harley Quinn for Halloween this year. So, um, I'm. I, I mean, I was into comic books, but I'll say the Joker movie for me um, was the first time. Nah, I ain't gonna say the first time. It was dope. I, I, I better was than Heath. Yeah, yeah. It's a new. It's a, he the best Joker now, but uh, Joaquin Phoenix. He's but, so good, anyways. So you know, he's such a good actor. Yeah, it's some. But really, for me, it's the it's the it's the uh, writing. The mm-hmm. fucking. I mean, the movie is a good movie, and it comes a point when I was watching, I was like, I felt like I was reading a comic book, okay. but not in a bad way. Like when you see. Um, as a cinematographer, like you see certain type of framing in the way they was doing shit, and mm-hmm. other things that happen, it start to feel more like a, a serious comic book coming to life. It was it was wow. dope. I was like, yo, it, I mean, I was it was dope. I I didn't think it was gonna be as good as it was. I'm I want to see it, yeah. and I'm not. I mean, I'm honestly not surprised because he is a good actor, and I think. Uh, Anybody that wants to take on that role and just that challenge. I mean, after he died, I think it left a certain mark on everything to where people really feel like they had to live up to, um, you know, his role in that movie. So, and Joaquin- come 15 minutes late, though, them previews long as fuck. <laughs> I was getting mad, man. I was like, come on, another one. But yeah, once it's gone, it's two hours long. And uh, you would, you would think that. It was gonna be slow, mm-hmm. but like from go, it's it, it has good pacing. Where you know, don't feel yeah. like it's slow, and that's why I was like, man, if I sit in here for two hours, I'm gonna go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. I'm one of the people. Once I stop, I'm out mm-hmm. of there. But I was up. I was up. I like the action for sure. Uh, well, ain't a lot of that. Oh, I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. But when, but it's enough that once you get to the action, it, it's a good payoff. Okay. Cause you're like, yo, okay, okay, mm-hmm. we here now, <laughs> we here. Uh, there we go. Uh, I wish I, I should have plugged it in, but I ain't. I'm gonna just do this for here. So, 
So you finna um I'm gonna be making fun of you through my soundboard. Just oh, gonna tell you that right okay. now. Okay. I'm prepared now. Let's see. What about you? What was your week? You was out here giving away reefs and shit. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because I I enjoy it. I wanna make uh, my little extra money off of it, but this is gonna sound so nerdy. But I really enjoy the idea of thinking that other people's homes are gonna have a little touch of like the holiday thanks to me. Is that not ridiculous? I'm like, I'm I'm spreading the holiday cheer through these wreaths and people are really loving them and I love making them. So um, it's just a way for me to be creative. And I like to, I like to just. That's mm. that mom shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, she was just like, I'm just here. When did you start? You made a wreath while you was pregnant, I'm sure. That's so, when it started. The way it actually started was me and um, some of my girlfriends were just looking for a reason to get together and, uh, have a, maybe a couple of drinks and do something kind of crafty. We're always looking for reasons to get together. Life, it gets so busy and so crazy. Like if we say, okay, we're going to get together for this reason, this purpose, then we do. So there was um, two different groups of girlfriends a couple years ago. I mean, it's been shit probably at least three, four years ago that we all got together. We made these wreaths. And then I was like, man, I really like doing this. So then I started doing it. And it was like my other girlfriends were getting either bored with it or they were having like a hard time finishing them so i was like okay well i'll do them and then i just kind of took off from there because they wanted the drink they came for the drinks (laughs) she's taking this shit way too seriously (laughs) and it did it became like an obsession it's it's a pretty uh it's ridiculous i have tubs and tubs of stuff uh what you selling them for well i have been only doing them for 15 which is a still of a deal because you can't find them anywhere for less than like probably 25 30 bucks up to like 50 bucks i've seen reese for like 50 60 bucks which is crazy um and so that was part of it too you know you want to allow people the opportunity to get something really cute for the holidays at a good price so but there's this new style that i've been doing that i'm gonna have to charge probably a little bit more for because it takes a little more work so between 15 and 20 25 bucks and i do teams so if you got a, a favorite sports team or something like that um you can get them custom made I people you need to get to 25. You think so? I know. I think so. I know. I'll tell you what. I'm almost breaking even is what it's about to come down to. I mean, I can little, yeah, I'll make a little bit of a profit, but. See, that's the thing people got to do. Got to understand this one. We talked about this one time. Like, it's not, it's not the thing that you make. Like, you got people sometimes end up charging based on the store. And it's like, but you're not the store. They manufacturing that bullshit. So for you and most people, it's like you got to value that shit based on your talent. I think sometimes we get afraid to charge shit because it's like, well, I'm not really this. I'm not really that. Exactly. But once once you know that somebody will buy it, I think that's when you just start to evaluate that shit. It's like, yo, okay, they fuck with it. Let me let me rate this while I can make some money. Because people, hold on. Un- we said. You said, let me what? Let me rate this where I can oh, make okay, some money. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. What you think I said? No, I'm not even going to go there. Just go ahead. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me let me price this to make mm-hmm. some money because uh, most people, when they buy from you, they know that you're trying to make some money off of something. Well, and that's the thing is that it's hard, it's hard to get something up and going when you're doing it as an individual. But I feel like Wichita has become so supportive of really... Um, 
being invested in local business. So it doesn't matter what you're trying to sell mm-hmm. or what you're trying to do. I, I mean, I've, I've noticed a huge change in the last, I mean, at least like four or five years of people who want to buy local. It's a big thing to buy local, support local, anything. I've noticed that. And so people, I mean, people even said, I'd rather buy from you than buy from like this big store. And I'm like, well, I appreciate that. Well, I don't think that's buying local though. I'm local. What you yeah, mean? I mean, it is, but I think sometimes buying local becomes a stigma. It's either, it's either a marketing piece or a stigma. It's local, so I shouldn't have to whatever, or it's uh local it shouldn't be whatever i think if you just if you just doing business for yourself it don't matter where the fuck you at if you if you just say okay um i sell reefs mm-hmm. i just happen to be in wichita oh you man i put these bitches online you gonna you need the people need to be buying them instead of going i mean being like buying local is dope when you are going to set up a booth or you're making yeah. it at like your uh, gimmick in order to, you know, get in the door of mm-hmm. this group. Mm-hmm. But buying local don't mean shit if someone's willing to buy from Colorado or Louisiana. If it's dope, it's dope. So you're saying like if it's a, just the best deal or the best uh, version of that product, then that's what people are going to go for. That's that's what I think that should be the goal that people just do shit on anyway. Like I make these shirts. And I'm not saying I'm I never want anyone to buy my shit just because oh it's him or it's supporting XYZ. I want you to buy this shit because it's dope. Because if you buy this shit because it's dope, I can make money off of you buying my shit without me being there. And that's the goal. Like I think I think well, that's my goal. I want to make money without me having to exactly tell you to go buy it or promote it to you. I'd rather you like be on some faith whatever the fuck and you see this shit like damn that shit kind of clean and you go order this shit because you want this shit right which you know but that's not easy but yeah no that but what i'm saying is, is i feel like people around here especially like once the wichita flag became this huge thing and you see it on everything it really kind of sparked that conversation of um how can i support local business and the fact that our downtown area had been so broke down you go to oklahoma support white people um well i mean i don't know i I know some business owners of different races that people are supporting niggas just don't do good business that's don't nobody want to say that but you know what's fucked up is um it's not so much that they don't that 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 the business ain't done on a good and it's that the people that come like i have friends who i have one friend particular in particular who is a hairdresser she's amazing but she's always posting stuff about like, if you want to support me, don't come looking for the hookup or the discount or whatever. So it's not so much the business owner themselves. It's maybe like the community of like thinking like, damn, we're tight. We're like that. So you should you should hook me up. Right. You come with that 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 mentality of like, give me a discount. Well, hook me up. No, if that's your people, you should want to support them at full price. I have another friend who she owns her own dog grooming business. People do the same thing. Oh, I've known you forever. So you should hook me up. She's like. I mean, shit, how are they ever supposed to make a profit and really grow if, they're, if people are always coming going, oh, well, you know, I've known you forever, so you should give me a half off or you should do it for free or whatever. I think I think that for some reason, this is a conversation that happens pr- predominantly in, in the black community. But here's the problem. Well, excuse me. She getting me drunk. I thought <laughs> <laughs> don't start hiccuping now but i i believe that we 
I, I had Brandon J. Johnson on the I'm Kind of Famous podcast way early in the day. And I remember we talked about the black neighborhood and making businesses in the black neighborhood. One problem is you can't have brick and mortar or most things in black neighborhoods at the rate that it is in, let's just say, white neighborhoods. So we're going to make this black and white, but you can fill in the blanks how you want to. Um, if these people are already poor or considered poor people or low-income people, how are you charging them that big rate for something they already can't afford? Mm-hmm. They can't afford your product, and so you pricing it for the other side who's not interested in your product and these people need to buy your product. You want a brick and mortar store. Let's say, let's say it's groceries or actually, uh, the wig store, a sh- uh, a wig store. We'll say that. Like um, if the wig store is black owned and it's priced higher than, because they got to be able to make profit. They got to be able to stay open. They got to be able to afford their, uh, inventory. So they're priced in a way where they can take some money home. But then across town, you got another place that's cheaper. Niggas going to go with cheaper mm-hmm. because that's what they can afford. They need their dollar. Damn. Here we go. Uh, I don't know where I was at. We punched in right now because something happened. So uh, the short of it is to, to think like that because it's not all about like I got to pay you to do something. Let's be beneficial for each other. So if I go, it's like brand ambassadors, like these girls or people who's like, you know, hey, can, I want to work, right, whatever. Okay, boom, I'll give you free shit. But I need you to do something with this free shit that's right. going to come back to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think a lot of people are built for that because you got to be talented, but you got to be a dog a little bit. If you're not a dog, if they ain't in you, Mm-hmm. To like be like, I need this money, or um, I need to get my face out there. I need to do whatever it is. What do you know? You got to know your own industry when you jump into it. Right. But if that ain't in you, and you like making shit, man, you better keep that shit a hobby because this fucking business shit will eat your ass alive. Yeah, that's I mean, why I mean my shit is more of a hobby because I don't enjoy the I don't enjoy the um the like the hustle of trying to push a product. And trying to get someone to get want my stuff over somebody else's. Like, yeah, I know that it's really cute and I have some awesome designs, but I'm not about to be out here like trying to convince people this is where they need to go. I mean, I enjoy it. I I like it if you had it hanging on your on your wall or your door. But uh, I understand about to chase people down. I tried it there for a while. I was in this this stuff called Herbalife. Amazing products, tastes great. I still stand by it, but I've realized like. I had to go out and not only did I have to find people to, to try the products, but then to get them to buy the products and then to get them to continue buying the products after they got their first month supply or whatever. I didn't have it in me. I'll be honest. I didn't have it in me because I'm not about to convince a grown adult who sees the benefit of using something to keep buying it. Like if you want it and you know that it works, cause that shit does work. Let me tell you. And it does taste delicious. Oh my God. I kind of want I kind of want one of them uh, shakes right now. I'm not gonna lie. Wow. Um, I'm telling you, but I just realized 
I don't, that's not, that's not my drive. That's not what I want to do. I want to help people be healthy. I want to help them be their best self. But if it's not in you to, to do your part, to keep coming back and, you know, and, and sticking with it, I'm not about to t- call you all the time and say, did you order your products? Are you on this? Are you doing that? No, because then, you know, it's like, that's too much effort on my part. Can't do it. All right. We're done talking about this. Shit. Okay. 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 But <laughs> wow. See, she drunk. Break. She fucked up. She over here. What you, what you, you, I, you, what you got? You brought a list with you? She didn't bring a list. Nah. I mean, I got some topics. So. What, what you got? I'm going to let you go. Don't, don't be, Listen, don't come in with that heavy shit. Hey. I can't help it. It bothers me so much. There's so much shit I see in the world. This, you talk about you watch the news. I don't watch the news because when I start watching the news, there's so much shit that I see. And it, for real, like it bothers me to the point where I feel like I have to get active in the world and in the life and go out and do things and reach, reach people because I cannot believe some of the stuff I see going on. And that's an issue. It is ridiculous to me. What's ridiculous to you right now? Okay, so you're from Texas. I've seen a story where these boys, they were eight on, years old. Before you go to that. Okay, go. You go. <laughs> I can't help but have the heavy stuff. I'm nah, sorry. I can't what help you it. Say, when you brought up something about some profiles. Oh, my God. Let me okay, hear. listen. Yeah, do that. Listen. <laughs> I just want... I just want the men to take a minute. First of all, we're not going to do that. No, we are going to do that. Because here's the thing. Women, we love taking pictures. We always are taking pictures. Oh, my God, let's take a picture. Girl, let's take a picture. Okay. So, we know how to hit the angles. We know how to have... Now, not all girls, because I've seen some girls Mm -hmm. posting pictures, too, that were suspect. But I just want dudes to be aware of the fact of a couple things. If you are on any dating site... And you are looking for somebody, whether you are looking for something simple like a hookup or something serious like a relationship, please take note of just a couple things on your profile pictures. Here we go. First of all, the angle where you're looking down into the phone makes you look like a serial killer stalker. Please stop doing that. Understand that you are posting pictures for women to look at, not other men. You don't have to look intimidated. You don't have to look like a badass. You are trying to get a woman to want to talk to you. So don't put these pictures that are kind of scary and make me look like I don't even want. I'm afraid that you're even looking at my pictures because I don't know what your intentions are. You have to really think about it. Make sure the background looks good, that the house is clean. If you're going to be in the bathroom, please clean the mirror. Like, let's just keep it, keep it together. Because some of these guys. Why can't they keep it real? They're keeping it real. Well, if that's what real is, there's a reason why you get the X and not the heart or the left and not the right. Because I don't know what this means. I don't want, I don't, I, I don't mind taking care of my man, but I don't want to be nobody's house made. Okay. Like if your house, if your pictures on your profile, but you can't even take the time to make sure that the background's cleaned up. I don't have time. And then there we go. There's another one. Listen, if you look like you this are like, like you just got done selling drugs or you about to go kick someone's door in, please, please keep that shit off of there. No one at this, at least maybe it's an age thing. Maybe once you're Some over women 30. Some like thugs. Listen, I've always said an educated thug is where it's at, okay? I, I want somebody that has enough street and enough edge in them that I can feel safe with them. I can feel protected with them, but they know how to handle themselves 
in a business meeting. They know how to wear a suit and they can talk. How many thugs you think just sitting in a business meeting? That's what I'm saying. Let that shit be your past. Don't let it be who you are now. If you want to continue to be a product of your environment and you're 45 years old, that is re- that is the number one. Well, off. this justice system been holding the man down. I ain't going to I mean, that definitely has a part in it, but you can't uh, play victim your whole life either. Well, they were victim, victimized by the justice system of the yes, United States of and America. institutionalized. And, I understand all that. And, and he can't, all he wanted to do was get normal in a regular picture with his grill out it's there you go grills the the squatting down like you're still on the yard no come on now you can't come have on, that little, little, you little, little. Little. You all right so what you want what you want him to look like clean it up what is cleaning up i mean they own the look think about this y'all both own this app okay both of y'all looking for something right you gotta step so make yourself appealing make yourself appealing how you know that ain't a shit the (laughs) swag on them it might be appealing to some like i said maybe it's the fact that i'm over a certain age maybe it's because the fact that i'm a mom and i'm not looking for these just like wild times or whatever here we go this is what the fellas want to know what are you looking for what's your type Meow. <laughs> um, you know. See, did what all like, that capping? <laughs> don't even know what she want. I That'd do be the know problem. what I they want. They tell you what no. they don't want no, all no, goddamn no, day. No, because I, what they I want. try not well, to focus on the negative. Um, I know exactly what I want. I know exactly what I want. I don't. What I don't want lines up exactly with what I do want. I want a man that knows how to handle himself. You find you a, a motherfucker that knows how to build some shit. What's that mean? Put, knows how to put some stuff together. Listen, I don't care if he works on cars, if he knows how to build a house, if he can put together a computer. Let him know how to do some stuff. I'm looking for somebody that can teach me something. I want to be able to learn from the dude that I'm with. Somebody that can have, like... They can teach no, you how to cook crack. No, that's not the skill. That's not a skill for me. That's cooking, but for I, one. Right. Show you a man know how to throw down in the kitchen. But I'm not trying to be led to jail on the way. That short money is not for me. Anybody who's like, yeah, I literally seen a dude. He's like, turn up. They said, put three words to describe yourself. Turn up is only two words. Turn up. And then a bunch of damn question marks. What's all the questions for? That was the third word. What is the question about? Do you know or do you not know? I don't understand. Turn up? Nah. No. I need somebody with some shit going on in their life. Okay. Okay. How about this? How about you name something that's not intangible? <laughs> like, you saying somebody know how to put some shit together. Lo- I mean, shit consistency. Dudes want to show out. I mean, it's not just a guy thing. You can't see that in the picture. What makes you go, I'm a, I don't know, scroll, s- swipe right or whatever. Whichever way you're supposed to swipe. You know, if they're, like I said, if they're doing something, maybe they got... I picture them out just just normal shit. I don't need nobody who's shown me how they party and what, you know, somebody says, my, oh my, I'm after that bag. And it's like, it just makes you look so juvenile. I don't know. It just makes you look so, to me, makes you look so uh, shallow. So you telling me, what what's your age range? I mean, I don't think anybody under the age of 20, 20 that you looking for what's your age right what you i've always dated to... older so okay. i would uh, like i mean you know someone 50 at... to what <laughs> Shut up. no i mean 
50 would probably be the cap. Big cap. 50 and under. Between uh, <laughs> between 30 and 50. 30 and 50. All right. So between 30 it's and ideal. 50. Because, I mean, men take a little longer to mature. Let's just be real. Let's that just ain't be, real that at is all. 100% real. That, we're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, there's no way. Look. See, they love to say that we ain't shit, basically. Like, y'all dumb. You're just figuring it out. Time. You're just figuring it out. That, I mean, you're just figuring it out. That's all it is. They, they looking no for hate. us, and we the one that's taking a while. Okay. Biggest caps. But what? All right. So between 30 and, what'd you say, 65? <laughs> 30 and 65. Uh, shorter tall. Because this is really about Look. the picture. You this ain't about all that shit you talking about, about no, building cars no, no, and shit. No, 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 no. Yes, it is. I love it. Because you're not, I'm not going to put why? I'm a mechanic in my shit. Yeah, they do. They do. All right. Well, I don't know but how see, the thing works. is, is I have three sons. So I don't want to just be with some dude that's just like on the couch gaming all day. I want somebody that's going to be able to he take my kids, kids and show them something that they can, that they could use with their hands, something they can learn, a skill. The controller. Old school shit. 2K? Do you know how to work the land? Do you know how to? Do you know how to? Do you know? Do you know how to provide? Do you know how to provide with something more than uh, you know the shit on the screens? Anyways, the thing is that I've come to realize is sometimes what looks the best is not the best. Like they say, whatever's uh, you know all that's glitter ain't. Or wait, no, all that's gold ain't glitter. Or however the saying goes, whatever. See? Just be saying shit, and we the one that take a while to mature. She's just no. coming up with shit on the spot. You know, with you all heard glitter that. ain't gold. There you go. So, because I'm mature. <laughs> my point is, is the tall, muscular, like show of it. Half the time, they're not really what it is about because they know that they can ride off their look. So, and I'm not saying all of them. I know some dudes that look good and actually have things going on as well. Thank you. Exactly. Hey, cheers to that. Ching. You got it. You got a button for that one. I ain't got. Ting. Hold on. Here you go. There we there go. There you go. But. but I am not, um, you know, we talked about this on the first show. I think I'm someone who can find something attractive about anybody. So you don't got to be seven foot tall and uh, be able to bench 500 pounds. I'm looking for somebody who's got more going on. We got to be able to connect mentally. You got to have shit going on. You got to be able to think. All right. That's cool. But what makes you swipe right? When you look at the profile. Nice teeth. Nice teeth. Okay. Maybe some dimples. Some dimples. I told. I, okay, so I got some weird things that I like. I like a strong jawline. Is that weird? You can't see the back of the neck, but what is it about the back of the neck on oh, these man. fools? Oh my god! Give me a dude that's got. The, so so hold on. Their hairline together. How many times do you go to a profile picture and they show the back of their neck? That's what I'm saying. You can't see that shit. That's what I said. You can't. Sneakers. I can't. This is a visual. <laughs> you asked me what I like. Okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to help the pick. Okay, so from 30 to 65, <laughs> back of the neck got to be clean. What else you got? Nice teeth. Nice teeth. Dimples. I, I mean, that dimples, that, that's a, you dimples know, what, a, that's dimples a Dimples are deformity, for one. I like it, though. All right. So, all right, what else? Uh, you know. Um, Black, white. Oh, I don't discriminate. Asian. You fuck with Asian dudes? Yeah, I've had a thing for Asians lately. I've never really dated or been with an Asian, but what the hell is it? Like, I, my God, I seen an Asian dude in the gym and just him stretching. I was like, I felt like I fell in love. 
mm. and then I was too scared to go talk to him, and then I don't, I don't know, I'll never see him anymore. But I'm just saying, um, there was just, you know, what I like about Asians nope. is the, <laughs> it's the whole traditional uh, appeal of like family first. Like you, you know, once you get to a certain age, it's like all the family puts in to take care of each other, and I really, really dig that. Like having the the grandparents the parents the i mean everybody all in one home or at least in a couple houses close to the community like in a neighborhood no, oh i it's do one home it is one it's, home yeah so a lot of that's times, what but you I, might as well get used to when but you i find love that Asian. i love that how it's just that nothing comes before taking care of the family i don't know why that's so appealing to me it's just like there's that's just a strong ass bond and i love it i don't know but what if the back of his neck is fucked up I mean, I know how to use some clippers, so it's all right. <laughs> we'll get him there. We'll get him there. It's okay. Plus, there. tattoos really get me, too. And, you know, a lot of that traditional um, work that they get done, uh, especially like Japanese and uh, just that custom, the koi fish and the, just the samurai stuff. I love that. I don't even think I got an Asian listener base. You don't think so? Nah. So, you ain't, ain't nobody going to shoot their shot then. <laughs> Because you looking for an Asian with a fade. <laughs> uh, they, you say you want a tall dude, too? You know, height helps. Because you ain't going to get no Asian. <laughs> so if that's what you're looking for, I don't think it's too many. When they six foot, they are deformed. Okay, so me and you both are, uh, you know, you've been in, in, involved with it way longer than I have at a higher level with the um, EFC. And I was actually talking to one of the fighters one time about um, about some of these different things, and and yeah, I, I, like what, like dating and, oh, okay. and what women are, what what women find appealing and all that stuff, and um, you know, it's one of those things. At least for me, like you want to feel secure with your man. Like if we're out and about and some stuff pops off, I want to feel like my man can protect me. Or if you're at home even and someone kicks the door in, I don't want to feel like I have to jump and defend us faster than you will so it doesn't matter about age it doesn't matter about race it doesn't matter about height or whatever i want to know that i'm safe with you that you got my best interest at heart and that i mean to me it's very simple i don't know how many people break into your home the potential's there for everybody and, and they come in with no weapons they're gonna clobber your little strong boyfriend knock <laughs> the shit out this nigga as soon as they walk in there you every time i want to feel like i can be protected hey that's he what i need to do too. with this strap you know what i mean that knows how to use a gun that knows how to protect yourself. somebody that knows how to do some self-defense that just has that fire that's not <coughs> gonna cur up and be like oh shit the safe's over here here's the combination you know don't hurt her too bad you know no. who gonna shoot first that street nigga that you, <laughs> that you uh, put the x on who been sitting up with the gold teeth in the dirty mirror maybe nah ain't no maybe you know what he about about that action three ways to describe myself Ooh. Oh <laughs> hey these jokes don't write God. themselves people this is what i do uh, uh all right <laughs> so i was reading a story tell you a story let's hear it well now this is this is i don't even know what i want i just want to bring it up because i thought it was funny but this woman and you could have you might have been this woman what? this woman ended her um uh, she was gone. She was engaged to get married. Okay. Three days before the marriage or the wedding, uh, she caught her husband watching porn, and she canceled the wedding over porn. 
Was it some sick stuff though? I well, they didn't say because I mean, there's a difference between like let me let me watch this this or this. You got your little fetishes that you like versus walking in and he's like watching something that you can't unsee. Well, if it was illegal, then that's what I mean. Well, it wasn't illegal. Well, then who cares? Shit, she did. That's that's <sighs> fucked up. But see, I. T- I, I was having this conversation the other day. I really don't think women watch porn like that. Maybe think, not like that, but well, I'm, I'm or some, in general, really. When I say like that, meaning they don't go decide it's time to masturbate and turn on porn. I mean, maybe not, but um, I think that it's a it's a security thing. Like if you're super insecure about yourself, and I used to be when I was younger, and I've uh you know, was with my ex-husband. I know I've brought him up on all three shows. Well, because that's the only life you have. Point of reference. I get it. But what I was like, I didn't want him talking to girls. I didn't want girls smiling. And like, as I've gotten older, I'm like, oh my God, that's so immature to think that whoever you're with is not going to look at other people and go, damn, they're bad. Like you have to kind of get to a point where just because they think someone else looks good doesn't mean it takes away from how they feel about you. And I think a lot of people get really insecure. I know men. Listen, I was talking to this dude recently and we were we were just having general conversations, you know, about, you know, this and that, what you like, what you don't like or whatever. And um, I said something about like, oh, you know, I've had somebody do this or that and I wasn't cool with it or I didn't like it or something. He's like, oh, well, I'm really kind of insecure about certain things. So if you're going to talk about sex then you should say like, oh, if me and you do this, he, like he didn't want to hear about me ever being with anybody else. And I'm like, okay, like he, he, he literally told me he was that insecure that if I'm going to make a reference to something sexually I sh- and, and it's something that I've even experienced that I have to say it like, like he told me he wanted me to say it like, if you're going to talk about that, you need to say it like, if me and you were to do this, then I would like it or not like it instead of saying I've done this with someone else and I liked it or didn't like it. Th- this this recent guy said this. I mean, it's someone somebody, recently. Yeah. Someone after your marriage. Yes. Damn, I can't. I don't give a fuck. I, I want you to. Okay, that's what he did. I don't really want to know that's what he did, but that's what he did and you liked it. Let me turn it up a little bit because right. I, I want to be the reference point uh-huh. for every other dude. So if I, I get it, but I don't think I, I don't think I could. I'm not gonna tell you how to think. I think that's my thing. I never, I don't want to tell a chick how to think. So I mean, I'm not gonna try to coach you to how to talk to me. If you talk to me in a way that I don't like, we probably, you probably won't be talking to me that long anyway. Right. So I'm it not worried about it. Weird to me. I couldn't believe that he was so. He's like that. Really makes me upset. Like that you would even say that. Like he didn't get mad at me, but he's like that just makes me feel really upset and like. To, to hear you talking like that about somebody else. And I'm like, well, I'm not saying I'm obviously I'm talking to you. I'm not talking to them. So I'm not about to go back or nothing. Like, I don't know. I just like people have to grow up a little bit and understand that um, unless you're a virgin, then there's going to be, everybody has an ex, everybody has a past. So you have to kind of accept that for what it is and understand, like you said, like, well, whatever you had before that you liked, I want to make it even better. And whatever you had before that you didn't like, I never want to do that again to you or with you or whatever. This mug said, I'm that girl that spent six months with a ring on her finger. That girl that planned an entire wedding only to find out a week prior it was all a lie. Over porn. 
No, she's doing too much. Don't you want your partner to be able to be like open about what they like and what they don't like? I mean, everybody fantasizes. Just if you don't watch porn, you said women don't watch porn as much as men. But no, 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 no. I didn't say you don't, that. that you thought I don't that they did. I don't really think y'all watch porn like that. But I'm just saying, like everybody. I mean, I would think most people fantasize. What? Is that the same? Porn and fantasy. How is it different? I mean, you're making. There's. A, I mean, the only difference is you're making the storyline up in your head about how the porno plays out versus watching a porno that someone else wrote. Or well, you watching theirs. another naked woman or man? Okay, and like, I mean, the body's beautiful. It's a beautiful I, thing. I think what it is for a woman um, is that they look at it like. You are fantasizing or you're you're finding arousal in a whole nother woman that's not me. So they look they they is is Get watching jealous. porn cheating? No. Unless you I mean there are porn sites where you can like um text and talk with the people and tell them like the live chat type of things is that cheating i don't know if it's cheating but it definitely takes it to a whole other level of uh it takes it past just fantasy because um then you're actually having interaction with these people you're directing it you're involved with it that's just like you know shit is 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 an online relationship a real relationship because if that if so then you could be you could have you could have a dude or a chick that goes online and hits up the same person over and over because you like the way they look, you like the way they talk, they wait, you like whatever it is about them, and and you're kind of developing like an online relationship. This person is doing certain acts or whatever that you want to see them do, and so if you could consider an online relationship something real, then that live chat porn could be considered cheating. I would think. Uh, no, because I think that the like if you have an online relationship. Um, it's just that. Well, okay, hold on. Let me think. If you have an online relationship, it can be. Are you saying I'm having an online relationship and there's no possibility of either one of us even considering or thinking we will ever meet? No, I think most people go that have online relationships expect to make contact with that person. That's the difference. Because if you if you're doing a chat with somebody on a whatever, then. You you know there's a clear distinct disconnect between. Do you though? I'm, because I'm, there's some people that if let's say that that you're not in a relationship physically in real life, but you have this online thing, people build it up just like with strippers. People might build it up in their head to think, "I want to save you from this lifestyle, from this world. Come on and let me be with you. Let me take you. Let me, you know, I'll provide for you, whatever." And it's the same kind of thing. Well, he deci- he or she decided that they were in a relationship. The right. other person didn't exactly. Consider. So if there's no consenting relationship that don't count. But if you're okay, so let's say me and you are together and you secretly are going online and you're spending money to see a certain chick over and over and over do these things. She knows she recognizes your name. You know who she is. And y'all are going back and forth on a regular ass basis. You're basically paying her bills y'all have some kind of connection and relationship going on regardless of if she's doing it like yeah i'm gonna make you feel like you're the only one but in her mind she's like i'm just doing this to get some money but to you it starts to become something more but i'm in the kitchen cooking dinner and you're in the bathroom looking at this shit yeah that's a problem 
that's different than just you catching your man uh jerking off before before what well, i mean during whatever time of day like that's and it's just some random person that doesn't even know that he that you're watching them that's different that's different but 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 okay it's prostitution <laughs> That's, mean, what it made me think of. that's what it made me think of because there's that movie oh shit i can't even think of um oh man anyways there's a dude a movie where this guy's a retired cop and um it's every fucking movie but like prostitution but he goes and he sees this prostitute and he tries that's basically what he tells her is, oh let me save you let me take you out of this life i'll take care of you whatever whatever and she's like you talking about that old movie no it's a newer uh, movie um uh, it's not Harrison Ford. I can't think of the guy's name. He's a very popular actor. The dude from um, Pretty Woman. Who who is that guy? Well, that uh uh said Jean. Nope, not Jean. Uh, that's a woman. That's a prostitute movie. <laughs> I know, and he's in this movie, and he's and he's. Uh, Ask Alexa. Alexa, who who was in Pretty Woman? I can't hear. I can hear. As, uh, Alexa's taking a beauty nap right now. Uh, hey Google, who's in Pretty Woman? Richard Gere. Okay. No. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't. Is prostitution cheating? Hell yeah! Are you kidding me? Listen, but no, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause see, oh, we already defined cheating before, so I don't want to do that again. But ah, how is it? It's not? not a relationship. I don't give a fuck. If it's one, no, I'm not talking about prostitution. I'm talking about the deal with the online shit. They're not consenting. It's not a consenting. Oh, we're talking about online relationship. If you think you're gonna meet this person. And I'm already rid of person. Yeah, that's that. I, yeah, that's cheating on your chick. That's an I, affair. I should um know the term for this, and I cannot think of it off the top of my head. Oh, I can't think. Bullshit. That's what it is. <laughs> that's an easy term to figure out. No, there is a term for people who make shit up in their own mind to think like I'm gonna marry, you know, uh, Idris Elba one day. Delusions of gander, ain't it? No, 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 no. Like you, you, in your mind, you believe that you're going to like be with this person who's famous and you have like this whole catfish. You, oh, you ever heard of hatfish? No. Nah. <laughs> the dude takes his hat off. You're like, I've been hatfish. This <laughs> motherfucker well, ain't got I'm, no hair. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not looking for a dude to put. Uh, sorry, that's catfish. funny to me. That's funny to me. Well, because you be looking at the back of the... It don't matter. You're looking at the back of the head anyway. I don't mind a bald head. I like a bald head, actually. So, anyway, sorry. Oh, man. What I was going to say earlier, though, those kids down in Texas, that shit messed me up to think about. There was, I think it was three eight-year-old boys, eight years old, and they cornered and jumped this other eight-year-old boy in the bathroom, took his stuff. They beat him unconscious. They weren't charged because in Texas, they don't charge kids with those type of violent offenses under the age of 10. Now, the thing that really messed me up was the amount of violence used at eight years old. My son is going to be seven in a couple of months. 
So to think about kids that close in his, I cried. I cried when I read it because it's disgusting to me. And it just took me back down to like the breakdown of the family unit, right? And if people are, and you can't always blame it because I know some amazing parents and their kids still end up messed up out here with the wrong crowds or whatever. But I feel like with so many single parent homes and kids learning so much from social media and whatever else, there's just so many morals and values that have been lost. That is insane to me. Like, and the thing that's crazy is, well, I you got to tell if, what happened. Okay. I'm sorry. So they, they, they cornered this boy in the bathroom. They beat him up. They took him stuff. And even after he was unconscious, they continued to beat him. The boy was, oh, is, I guess you could say, okay, but he does have, some brain trauma behind it. Now the boys that jumped him didn't get charged with anything because they were under the age of 10. And the other thing that kind of pissed me off was the other parents in the school weren't notified about anything. And if I have a child in this school and something so violent happens like that, and you don't make a point to let the other parents know, like, look, this is what happened. Here's how you need to like, people are not proactive. We are so bad about, let's talk about something after the fact instead of preventing. I, that's the biggest thing that I do in my work is like prevention. I would rather get to somebody, inform them of some stuff before something happens instead of trying to do intervention after something has already happened. Because at that point, the damage has already been done. But that's also why I enjoy working with kids and, and uh, teenagers so much is because there's more room there to kind of, um, you know, work on some of those different um, ideas that have been formed. But, you know, it just bothered me because to think about eight-year-old kids being so violent like that, and it made me wonder if um, we talked about last time, I think those, all those gang, I think they were gang-related up in Michigan, those like, where they were just like jumping random people. Oh, you talked about it. I didn't, I didn't. Okay, so it just made me wonder, like, do the kids hear bits and pieces of this on the news and they think, oh, I'm going to do this too? Or like, where does that come from? How, do, how does that happen where they decide they're going to go and try to go get this kid for what he has. Well, I think... Uh, At eight years old. That's insane. I mean, that is insane. It says... Uh, I ain't gonna say the kid name, but... Was beating so severely he was rushed to the hospital. Doctor said he suffered minor brain bleeding. They pinned my brother down. They were beating him. They beat him to the point of unconsciousness where they continued... Uh, where they continued to beat him. He was released. Mm, 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 trying to figure out why they did it. They wanted his they stuff. They took his stuff. That was it. It was not. They did not have previous issues with this kid. They wanted his stuff. That was it. That, that's at least that's what I read when I was reading. Is they they beat him up to take his bags. He had no no previous issues with these kids. Nothing. Now you are you're a father. So imagine. You hear brain bleed. I don't give a damn if it's minor or major. These kids just inflicted that kind of damage to my child to com to to make his brain bleed. We don't know what the f effects are going to be down the road. Like you don't know how that's going to end up playing out throughout his development and growth. You don't know. And the fact that it was just so pointless and so violent, maybe it just hit home for me because I just had a friend recently who, you know, lost his life to someone beating him up. Maybe that just struck me a little bit differently, but it just seems so senseless. It seems so to have such little concern for another human life. What do you insane. think should happen to those kids? I mean, I would think some kind of investigation needs to be done to un to try to figure out like what's going on in those kids' homes. It's very hard to blame an eight-year-old kid 
for something like that if they if, if you don't know the full background of what's going on within the home and the well, family. And you can't always blame the parents. I literally know people who have amazing families and the, the people, the, the people that are close to my age, they still end up tricking their life off. So you can't always say, oh, it's bad parenting. It starts in the home. I mean, a lot of times, yeah, but not, that's not 100% the case all the time. But, well, they are doing that. Um, they are, CPS is looking into the family, but- So those I'll, kids- anger management they need some kind of uh i mean they can't just go oh well you're eight years old listen you can't say you're eight years old you can't be held accountable for this when you were eight years old and you could come up with the idea to beat the shit out of this kid and take his stuff well i would i would argue and as a devil's advocate but um i would argue that them beating the beating him that badly shows that they don't know what they're doing but I know grown adults that have beat people that badly. And you know what I mean? So, it's well, not- so But that's adults. We're talking about eight-year-olds. Right. But I'm just saying the violence, the nature, is it something that is normal for your life in your household? Or is it something where, like I said, maybe those kids heard the same stories I heard about these boys in, in Michigan that are going around doing these 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 random beatings of people and they just that's all they heard and they just took what they heard and kind of applied it to their little eight-year-old mind and so they did the same thing what if they didn't and if they didn't then that's when some invest because what i'm looking at what i'm thinking is more so that uh they didn't beat him one person beat them and everyone else jumped in following the one person so it's probably one person that caused this and everyone else jumped in because they was probably afraid of that one person. It could be. I mean, you know, I, there's experiments that have happened over time where um, it's just crazy how much people are afraid to kind of stand up. Even when they know something's wrong, they're afraid to stand up for it and, and be like the one person who goes against the crowd. And maybe that's why I'm such a... um a brat and like so hard headed is because I would rather be like put outside of a group for being right than be accepted into a group for something that I know is wrong. So like there was an experiment they did and they had like two lines. It was like line A and line B. Clearly line B was taller than line A, but everybody in the group was part of the experiment except for like one person. And everybody in the group would say, oh, line A is taller. And the, and the, and the person who the experiment was being done on is like looking around going, what the hell? The, line, B, line B is clearly taller. But everybody else, person after person said, line A is taller, line A is taller. So when it got to the, to the person who the experiment was actually being done on, they didn't want to go against the group. So they would agree and say, yeah, 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 line A is taller, even though they knew that wasn't the truth. So sometimes, I mean, I, a lot of times people just don't want to be the outsider. They don't want to be the one who's afraid to go along with what the rest of the group is saying or doing or whatever. That's a good old Stanford uh, experiment. But yeah, and that's what I would say is having like, it's, it's where you were saying we react to it. It's almost a reaction to feel like things need to happen to these kids. But I think, I think it's, it's a-, a matter of figuring out first, figuring out what really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much I ever will just believe what the kids response was so that's why you have cps and all that but once you figure that out yeah they beat the kid terribly it happened i mean there's nothing that's going to reverse that but i don't know how much i would go they saw this story and decided to echo it um 
they wanted, I guess, whatever was in this kid's backpack. But I think it was just just the one asshole kid who maybe have great parents, maybe have terrible parents. Um, well, let me ask this: You're old enough. Mm-hmm. Did you get whooped in school? Did, did I get whooped you, did, in did y'all school? Did you have corporal punishment in school? When I I can literally remember being in when I was in kindergarten, my oldest brother was in fifth grade, and then there was one other brother in between us. And I remember we had this principal, Mr. Uh, oh, what was his name? I already know. It don't matter what his name is. He was whooping your ass. because He didn't whip my name. ass. I was always good in school. There were, there were rumors that he whooped kids' asses. And then I remember Miss Miss, Miss Whooping ass. <laughs> there was another fifth grade teacher that I knew. She had a ruler that uh, she didn't hit the kids, but she'd smack it on the desk and stuff. But no. But I mean, even to this day, down south, there's schools where... They whoop ass. And you don't have these problems. Miss Redman used to wear us out. Mr. Logan, Mr. Washington. If you got before school, if you ain't had a homework, meet me outside. We stand outside. I remember Edric, Edric McQueen. He I think he listened to the podcast. You know it's true. So I'm gonna tell the story. Edric would never bring this fucking homework. For some reason he wouldn't do it. And Mr. Washington didn't play that shit. So he come in. <laughs> You come in, he know he ain't got his homework. I remember this one time he put tissue in his back pocket because he knew that paddling was coming. He was out there and he caught that swat. Pow. And then Miss Logan said, what's wrong? Hold on, this ain't right. When this pocket, what's this? Pull the motherfucking tissues out. And he said, you're getting two more for that. Pow, pow. We had that shit. And for some reason, to me, I feel like that made me stay in line because the teachers knew if you act up, because you had some teachers who just wouldn't do that shit. You're going to go over to Mr. Washington or you're going to go to the dean, Mr. Logan, and you was going to get them paddlings. But it, my only issue with that is, is the kid, if he knows that shit's coming and he's got taking the measures to put to try to stuff his pockets, was it that little baby Edric didn't know how to Edric do it? no baby. He's a little baby. If he's how old was he? I mean, this is elementary. Like he's a baby. Fifth grade. Okay, that's a baby. Right. So he was he old how, enough to not do his homework. Did he know how to do the work though? That's my yeah. issue. This was fucking out. Um, I feel, what were we doing? If we, he was this was an advanced map. Nah, he no, this ain't no struggle. Then what would be the point of him not doing the work if I, he knew the ass woman was coming? Why would he not do the work? Mm. That makes me feel like maybe he was having some issues in school and he was having some issues with learning. Now we're going to beat him because he doesn't know how or he See, needs some extra help. Nah, we gon' we got to get you right. It's fucked up. It's crazy how fucked up. It does sound fucked up. I, I, I will admit this. But at the same time, like, see, you went, you went to the teacher. You went to the learning experience, but you didn't go home. You didn't say nobody's home. Mm. Now, when they was kicking some kid's ass, you went home. But Edric not doing his homework. Your parents know you got homework. Why you didn't do your homework? Why we ain't blame the parent? Well, the parent not going to do the job. The kid with us for eight hours. When you go home, the kid is at home. When you're in school, essentially, these te- this is why I'm a big advocate for teachers. It's because 
them teachers spend way more time with these kids than the parents do. Some of it is just because of the situation. Some of it's because they in school for fucking eight hours. Mm -hmm. And when you go home, you go eat and you go to bed. So the bulk of your time with your parents Monday through Friday is less than the time you with them teachers. So if your parent not giving, making sure you do your homework, we going to figure out a way to get you this homework done. You either going to get these paddlings and then sit over there and do your homework and catch up. Or you're going to do the homework and join the rest of us. But see, the reason why I didn't go to home first is because. You're drunk? No, it's because because it's happening in school. Like, if the school is the one providing the discipline, do they ever start to take the time and say, hey, are you really struggling with this? And that's why you're not doing it? Is there something going on at home? And that's why you don't get the homework done? Or are you just you don't care? So you're just not doing it. There's a big difference between when I go home, my home environment is so chaotic that I can't even take the time to do my homework because I'm trying to avoid getting my ass beat by my alcoholic whoever or drug addicted whoever or angry whoever that or, or, you know, just taking care of my younger siblings because my single parent is providing for everybody. I mean, there's all these different things that play into it. There's just a big difference between that and just yeah. saying I didn't do it because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it, it is. But but. The other part of that is you see, okay, you see what you got at home. Now, granted, a kid can't ain't measuring this all at that time, but you see what you got going at home. Somebody going to make sure you get your lesson. And as it's going to be the teacher, I'm your second father now. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get it figured out because here's the other thing. If you didn't do, if your parent don't give a fuck at home, they're probably not disciplining you at home. So we're going to figure out some discipline. And we're going to make sure you get this work done. We're going to make sure you pay attention to this class. And you're going to go to the next class and you're going to pay attention in there. Are you coming back over here? And I'm going to take care of you. So, so the, at the only same way that can time, happen is through an ass whooping? Um, I mean, I know pain is it, a huge reinforcer, it, it, but it's sh- like... Is it? I mean, kid, it, what, hold, hold on, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just saying, if a kid is getting his ass whipped at home, and then he goes to school, which is supposed to be like maybe the only space that is a safe place, and he's getting his ass whipped at school too, that kid's going to end up being like, I don't give a fuck about nothing because everybody's just trying to beat this shit into me instead of taking the time to say, hey, what is really going on with this kid? Well, it's kind of slippery slope, but at the there, it's I understand a person feeling that way because. It seems extreme, but I can say I feel like you don't have that today. And you have kids jumping a kid that's eight years old. The other kids were eight, too. I mean, no, it was that's what I'm saying. Like, you got that. I mean, you got so many different that story repeated tenfold all over the place. More consistent than probably then, because Okay, you whoop this. I, I can imagine how this would have went when I was a kid because we would fight at school too. Fight at school, boom, Mr. Washington, because he was the disciplinary. So you got Mr. Washington, he's just a math teacher, but he going to get you. Mr. Logan, he going to get you. That's the dean. Like, y'all going to fight. Y'all going to have this fight. We going to tell your parents. One, we going to take care of it because your parents signed off saying we could take care of it. I ain't know they did that mm-hmm. to make my parent an asshole kind of. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Parents said it's cool for us to do it. Then I'm going to tell your parent, your parent might get after you. But if your parent don't get after you, we're going to let you know this ain't the place for that shit. Mm-hmm. You pay, you come to school to learn. 
And grant it sounds like shit to do corporal punishment, but in ways it worked. Now, fast forward today, I get it. We don't know what now that I'm grown and I've had sex with some teachers. What? And I realized that teachers ain't nothing to 20, 25 year old females who look, you know what I mean? Like they just regular people. Yeah, you might not want that regular person swinging a paddle. Because, not on my child no sir but if she was like but all my teachers was like 50 60 something right old. so it was old women and men i don't know i don't i don't i'm not anti-corporal punishment but i'm not i get why someone wouldn't want to do it today because everyone like you just said not my kid and it's weird because all right you'll say but that see, i'm an involved parent though i'm gonna make sure that my child's my mom was involved but I'm, I and I, you know, did you, you, ever, get, only, did you ever get whipped by Mr. Washington, Mr. Logan? <laughs> you better believe I did. You better believe I did. Uh, As they say, I didn't believe fat meat was greasy. <laughs> so I caught a few, which was whatever. But see, I find it interesting that, like you say that, and maybe it's because where you're from. I'm from the South. So my. It's, it still goes on there today. That's what's crazy. All right. But this one, my homie, we talked about it. Before and I said, now you know that shit worked for us, but you go, nah, can't nobody touch my kid. And it's weird. It's a weird place we're in where we go from this to can't nobody touch my kid, Mm -hmm. but we also believe we'll say it's the community, it's the family, it's the village, Mm -hmm. and that's what the village did. My friend's mom could whoop me, Mm -hmm. but your friend's mom can't whoop your kid. Hell no. That's what I'm saying. Like and I it's weird that, that like we we that. want the village community thing, but we also want the village community not to fuck with. Well, I, I think we've come to a point where we understand that whooping ass is not the only way to get a message across. I mean, there. I understand you got. I'm, Are the I'm not, messages getting across today? It depends. I mean, I'm not saying you go. Oh, you go sit in timeout, Tommy, and everything's gonna be okay. And he's like, "Fuck you, mom." I don't give a fuck. You know, like there's a, okay. Do you think it's more than that, more of that today than when you was a kid? With the kids acting crazy and talking back and all that. Sure. Oh, absolutely. But you know, there's a, there's, there's parents that get in trouble for that kind of shit too. And so this, this is my thing is what I've come to realize is you got, you take a, a kid like my son, Kai. Okay. My five-year-old, if you whooped his ass for everything he needs his ass whooped for, you would do nothing all day long, but whoop his ass. So you have to be more creative than that because the ass whooping, he's too tough. You can whoop his ass and he might be like, uh, and cry for a minute. But then he's got, he's got that. I don't give a fuck about him. He's ready to fight anybody at any time. He is about his shit. So if you whoop him all the time, that shit doesn't go as deep as, okay. If I say, Hey, I, I really need some help with this. And I praise him for being a good helper and for being so responsible and for being a big brother. Man, he can't wait. Before I left the house tonight, he's like, oh, mom, I'm going to be your helper. He's picking up all the, uh, you know, the dirty clothes. They like to just strip down to their boxers when they get home and just shits everywhere. And he's like, I'm going to help you out, mom. And I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And the more I praised him for his good behavior, the better behaved he was versus me saying, you know, you're this, you're that, you do this, you do that. And whooping his ass for everything. I mean, then that just teaches him 
Either way, all kids want is attention. And if they know that they can get you to get a, a rise out of you and to get your a re, a reaction is by having negative attention, they don't give a fuck. They'll take that ass whooping because at least you're paying attention to them. So it's much more effective to have positive praise and to, and to point out their good qualities because that feels better. It feels more like you're accomplishing something when you're doing something right and someone recognizes it instead of being a shithead. Anybody can be a fucking shithead. And it might be fun even on some level, but it don't. it's not going to take you as far as somebody who can get that positive attention. So the question would then be, how did it get there? Meaning, if my kid is to a point where whoopings do nothing, mm-hmm. how did I get to a point where I'm having to whoop and whoop to a point that it does nothing? What? Like, the, the, why aren't what start? Because you you gave examples of of you know positive reinforcement basically. So I give them. Were you not giving positive reinforcements in the beginning? Were you doing something different? I think as a parent, you try different things. You wanted you wanted you would like to be able to say, you, "Oh, I can look at my kid and give him that look and say, oh, you better not.'" And did you read those those parenting books and shit? Well, I mean, a, I, I've. I specialize in play therapy, so I understand what it takes to get a kid's attention and, and to feed those behaviors that you're looking for. Because there's an author, so yes. one of my favorite authors, Simon Sinek, uh, made a mention about uh, millennials and millennials being a result of bad parenting. Uh, I'm sorry, not bad parenting, bad, bad parenting, parenting concepts, meaning the everybody gets a trophy ideology and things like that was a reason for this kind of entitlement that people have in a, of a certain generation. Mm-hmm. And so now you have things swung so much one way that you try, like you said, you try so many things versus probably your parent. I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out there. But your parent who was like, my book was what my mom told me. Mm-hmm. And that's what we doing. What mm-hmm. she told me, mm-hmm. and so you come out a certain way. But now, because um, corporal discipline or physical discipline is so frowned upon, mm-hmm. it's like let's try these different things. And now you have um, this res- the 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 parent the 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 parent that was uh, molded through bad parenting concepts, trying to learn and teach and be a parent with no concepts other than. All right, let me try something different. Let me try something different. Let me it, try something different. Right. And it seems like the pendulum has swung so much one way or the other, right? It's like you either whoop your kids' ass. Whoop your kids. Go you ahead. either whoop your kids' ass or you're so far on the other side of it that you don't agree with it that your kids get away. With. I see I, I see kids get say some shit to their parents and I want to whoop their ass. I want to whoop their ass. And I'm like, how do you allow your child? I'm very old school with certain things. I mean, my, my dad's found classic sayings you do what i tell you to do when i tell you to do it all the time growing up you know and i'm like okay that makes sense and i understand it but you know here's the thing you want your kids to be at least i want my kids to feel comfortable and confident to express themselves but to be respectful enough to understand that when mom says something there is no back talk there is no oh but or you know all that sucking their teeth and all this stuff like no you're gonna do what i told you to do because i am your parent and we can talk about other we we I want to have that open door. Where we can talk about things, but in that moment, I'm a, I told you what I wanted you to do, and I need you to do it now. So don't express yourself to me. 
you know what though? And I, 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 with my son, Kai, like I said, he's the one that gives me so much, um, so much trouble, but he's so much like me. He's so headstrong. And the thing is, though, is I know one day that shit will serve him. He will be a boss one day. He ain't going to work for nobody. He's going to be the boss. And so as a man, that will serve him right now as a child. It, it frustrates me because, and here's the thing too, are you whipping your child out of frustration? Are you whipping your child because you have, as you as an adult, have no other, um, res- no other like resources basically to be able to say, this is how I have to function with this kid. You know what I do? Uh, done. I, I, I never had to whip my kids. <clears throat> Especially my daughter. I don't think I have it. Well, yeah, I have. But I always, I said to myself, I would never yell at my kid while I whoop him. And I would never uh, whoop him and yell at him or and vice versa. Mm-hmm. If I'm yelling, that's what I'm doing. If I'm whooping, I'm not yelling because mm-hmm. it's too much chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's, how, that's how all it's ever been. So when I raise the voice, that's it. Mm-hmm. If I don't raise my voice, they know what time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't. I mean, my kids, my my son is is a boy, so I don't I don't get too caught up into a lot of his him being bad. It's more like you're just frustrated with how he's acting, mm-hmm. but he's not doing anything bad. And it's like schools is different now. Like, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I don't. I, I don't understand any of this. So they go to school and they call their teacher by the first name. Not my kids' school. But one of my one of my nieces was telling me like they just call them by their first it's cause name. It's because of their parents. Like, what the hell? The parents fucked everything up. No, you need to call them Miss Ma'am something. I don't care. It's the parents. You are not. You are as not. an advocate for teachers. It's the parents because again, you ha- you have to to me, and maybe again that age thing with teachers, but I think you have to. Um empower the teachers to be second families second whatever because they with your kid more than anybody else if they not empowered they just gonna like all right your kid is bad i'm gonna let you deal with your kid i ain't finna get in no trouble because i said something or did something to your child which is unfortunate because you're not i think in ways you're not getting the best out of that teacher because he he or she can't handle a, a classroom because i can't tell you all I can do is tell your kid to go sit outside or do something, and then you're going to get mad and come up here woofing at me, saying, why my kid ain't in class? It's your job to do this and that. And as soon as I say something crazy to your kid, why you talking to my kid like this? So you're not, it got to be, this. the teachers to me is a part of the village. Absolutely. As my mom's a teacher. Neighbor. She's been a teacher for over 25 years. Well. She, you know, and she's in, it's crazy how many, like how many kids have gone through her hands to um you know and are now adults so i get it but the thing is is that we've come to learn is everybody comes from different backgrounds and so i don't know if i trust your judgment like even as friends you might have a friend and y'all are hanging out and they might go off on their kid about something and they might whoop their kid's ass about something i'm like well hold on i don't know if i'd exactly do that about it and that's where it gets sticky because I don't know if I trust your judgment for exactly like i said with my son kai if i allow the teachers to whoop his ass he probably be getting his ass whipped all day long. Or, or the right person comes around to let him know a different method, a different way. Maybe your way don't work. 
it's, it's work. My they're working. It's working. See, that's what I'm saying. We you in are this not. Place. You are not going to inflict pain on my child. Hey, I I hear you, but and why see, did it? Not, well, why did it work on you? I never got my ass. I work. mean, but like, why did it work then? Did it work though? I think it did because a lot of people from that era are. I mean, you can't say everybody, but I'm just saying there's there's a lot of addiction. There's a lot of different things that go on. I mean, I listen. I'm all about people being held accountable and having consequences for their actions. A hundred percent. Do those consequences always have to be physical? I'm just saying, if you go perk, if you if you if you if you were to take one group versus another era. group, right? A hundred percent. That and but that's the question: is did it work? I don't know if it works because there's there, the, shit's different. I think you okay. That is true. That is social true. Social media and all these, and I I know I bring up social media a lot, but it's like at the time when 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 okay, because like for my dad example, if if he got in trouble at school, the teacher whoops his ass on his way home. The the neighbor finds out about it, they whoop his ass, and then he gets home, and the parents gonna whoop his ass. The whole way of living, the the just the social dynamic was different. But than you would think- what people are experiencing now. And that, and that's what brings me back to the breakdown of the family. Because back in the day, couples might have stayed together for some dysfunctional ass reasons, but at least it was a two-parent home. Hold on. All right. Nowadays. Nah, so you so don't many- get to play both what? sides though. Because in one in one side you go, the 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 structure before was was where it was at. I mean, it provided two. But, it provided but, two but, people in the home. Uh, all right, because you but, know who the number one people are to abuse kids actually are. At least the last time I checked, was uneducated women, because they're they, <laughs> don't laugh about this. Shit. I know you're trying to make it seem like it's a woman's problem, but I'm just saying. Statistics shows if you are uneducated and you are a woman, and if you think about it, though, a lot well, of women was uneducated back then. Okay, but that even then, it's different. If you were uneducated back then when our parents were growing up, you could still make a different type of income for yourself because there were different jobs available. Now everybody's all, you know, equality and I can do this and everything. So you have to, everybody's functioning at a higher level to where you need more skills. You need more resources to be able to provide better. And that's not in all cases because I still know plenty of women who maybe function at those same like... Uh, cleaning businesses or cleaning houses or whatever and you would think of it like just domestic type shit but you would think today then based on all that today you would need to buckle down more then but we're more we're treating things more freely you you would think today i would think today at least that okay you got all these places and things of resources whatever all right if i act up on social media i would want I'm mean, theoretically speaking, I would want a teacher to address it, a neighbor to address it, a friend to address it, and my mom to address it. Because a lot of input. that lets you know that I can't just be out here because there's way too many people watching. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. almost to me equal to if you got in trouble in school, this person knew, that person knew, that person. That was the original social media. Boy, I'm good. But in that place, we go, this was great. In this place, we go, that's bad. So can everybody disagree that nobody knows what the hell they're doing when it really comes down to... I mean, like, when I, it I, really comes down to it, and that's what I said earlier, is 
everybody ha- you know but at I that think- time people were all on board for everybody in the neighborhood and the school and everybody whooping kids ass then it goes to the extreme opposite and i feel like we do that a lot in this country where it's like we're gonna try this thing and then if that don't work, we're gonna jump completely to the other side well, of things. Well, which version of not knowing what I was, what they was doing works best? I don't know. We don't know yet. It's playing out in do. front of us. I think we do. I feel like kids having a lack of fear of their parents and authority in general clearly has has shown that uh, it's more dangerous because I don't remember when our parents were going up these kinds of mass shootings and and the violence and all this shit because they knew damn if i do this so and so is gonna whip my ass they're gonna whip my ass they're gonna whip my ass there was that fear of like the the repercussions that came after it and it gets to a point where um if your kids grew up thinking like i don't give a fuck about anybody and i'm not concerned with people's feelings then who knows where that could lead because guns and everything was around all the same shit was around then there was there was so many less laws about guns then everybody had access to them i felt like well uh, speaking of danger, Botham Jean, Dallas, Texas. We're in Texas, Dallas, Texas. Uh, Amber Geiger uh, shot him. Uh, I think I talked about it before. But she she, uh, she was the neighbor. Uh, she oh, went to the wrong yeah, home. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. She went to the wrong home and uh, shot uh, Botham Jean because uh, she thought he was an intruder. Uh, Terrible. it's a lot to unpack there that I am not because you can look it up. Um, I have only one thing I wish to address because people ask me, was I going to talk about it? Um, but I'm going to let you get off before I get into my shit. But anyway, basically she was found guilty. They went to trial. It was in trial for roughly a week. Uh, had a great, I'm going to say this. Dallas does it again. We always take care of this shit properly. Um, y'all can say what y'all want by all these cop shootings and things like this, but Dallas, when we do it, we handle that shit good. Um, so shout out to the hometown, Triple D, stand up. That's what we do. Um, had a great judge. I think she, the, the judge was great. Uh, so Amber Geiger was facing three or uh, two charges, basically full on murder and manslaughter. She got convicted of murder, which I thought was excessive. I thought that was a manslaughter case at best, but murder. I, I'm okay with it. I mean, what we may, I mean, like, like, why would you pick manslaughter over murder? Because it was actually it wasn't murder. She went. It, that was her mistake to go into the wrong home. That ain't what murder. That's manslaughter. Okay, but I'm just saying, like that man. Murder lost has his to life. be. But you is. I mean, we believe in the in the in the court system. We let the shit play out. You have to be charged accordingly. Murder indicates that you set up to kill this person i mean yeah it was premeditated that is a premeditated situation it wasn't it was an accident she didn't intend to from so unfortunate she said from the get-go now here's what sold it to me as a manslaughter case when i was watching the trial because they streamed the trial live is that she shot him trying to pick up some dick i mean we're just gonna keep it a buck she was having an affair with someone on the law enforcement, basically, and she was setting up to go meet up with him to get some to get some 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 situation going, <laughs> and um, she ended up going to the wrong apartment. Uh, now, so hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just stop you for just a second. So she goes in this apartment, and then what? Sees this guy's in, in in there, and she thought that he had broke in. Yeah, and did so, she announce herself as like? 
who she is. Uh, are you going to go into your house and announce yourself and you feel like someone broke in? No, I'm saying. Hey, it's me, Brittany. No, no, no. I'm saying like she went into someone else's home, mm-hmm. sees this man mm-hmm. and just shoots him. No, well, no question, no conversation. So there is a, I mean, we don't know. We went in there, but um, so there is. Uh, there was testimony about that uh it was basically i forget what he called it but a blind and so basically you are um cognitively you're not really there because you're focused on something else so she was texting and when she got into her place her focus was on something else so uh because basically this was the uh they didn't allow this they allowed the science but not to associate it directly to her basically say that um you're in this situation you had reasonable fear Mm -hmm. because this is muscle memory for you Mm -hmm. like i said you go into your house you got all the shit that you come in and you drop it and you see someone in your home you're gonna be frightened right now she being a police officer she has also access to weapon like her instinct is a little different from yours right so that instinct would have led her to take action. Now, this is where I understand that and I get that. And I think sometimes with trial, we get so into the weeds of being specific, of trying to needle through everything. But I think that makes sense. My problem is that it's not reasonable in the sense that me and you don't have a gun. Her access to having a gun allowed her the ability to shoot someone. So. Yes, you have this little focus thing that does happen, but your reaction and my her reaction, the normal person's reaction isn't the same. Because she is a police officer, she also should have the ability to say, stop. What I mean, whatever. There's a different reaction that's supposed to because part of being a police officer is your ability to have what if you just have that concern and you like you just are used to carrying a weapon all the time too. Like I know people who just always got a strap on them. Yeah, but they're not ready to shoot. Like, How you know? huh? How because you know? they not. They this this is just goofy. They always like, what if something happened? I care for my safety. You're not written. We are not conditioned to kill people. Like, we're not conditioned to protect ourselves like that. Are you sure? No. Yeah, for sure. Cause, cause, I mean, it seems pretty like that's why fights don't just pop off. Fights build up. So if you was gonna shoot someone. You build up to shooting someone. You don't instinctively shoot someone. Those who do, different kind of person. That's a whole different kind of person. <laughs> but you build up to that because you don't want, you never thought, I always say, I could. I think I could rob a Brinks truck because that motherfucker in there with the shotgun don't think today is the day somebody's going right. to try that shit. Mm-hmm. So her, in her case, she had the access, but you, she could have de-escalated and she didn't. That's why okay. I go... The science works, but it, it for her, she could have stopped it because she's a cop. She's supposed to be able to be able to stop this. So after she shot him, she texts Bay back and said, I fucked up. And at that point, it's manslaughter because she clearly is showing that she didn't intend to kill this man. Um, it happened. And she said that all along. You know, it's black America that kind of does get up in arms and say, she knew that man and he was the name this all this other shit but 
So it was her own apartment she was going in? She was. Tr- she thought she was going in. How the hell you mistake your own apartment? You was that excited about the situation? So check this out. You've been here before and you went to the wrong room. Yeah, I did. I I live here and I've been to the wrong door. I think sometimes, and that's why I say the signs to me works. We want it to be so like, how could you do that? But we make mistakes every day. And yeah, if you and, and yeah, that's the conversation led up to like, okay, she sees somebody and she goes, "What the fuck?" Like, I, I, you know, not knowing since it's her word versus what happened in the situation, because someone could bust in here right now, and the way you tell the story, the way I tell the story is gonna be different. It's all about perspective. Yep. So the fact that it's just her word to rely on, and she's going to try to make herself look as innocent as possible. Um, it's really hard to understand. Like, what was the conversation leading up to her actually shooting him? Did she just pull? The gun out, see him, and shoot him. Or I just did don't he have a chance no to really explain? Explain. Now, that's what I, I am there too. I, I mean, I do sit. I do sit in this place where like something there's enough time for something to happen inside, but I don't. None of that matters because. Hold on, I'm that, sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just thinking about you walk into this apartment now. Like, like you said, yeah, I've been here and I've gone to the wrong floor, and I'm like, oh shit, I was knocking on your neighbor's door, or whatever. But once you're inside the apartment, don't you look around and go, shit, this don't look like my shit. This don't look like my house. I don't not, fucking live here. Not when the first thing you see is somebody that ain't supposed to be there. No, I'm a I'm gonna notice like, hold on, this is not my decor. This is not your how- woman. You you told us in ep- the yes, first time I know, that you gotta I be know, vi- but vigilant. But I'm very hypersensitive to that stuff. So like if if I walk in now and I see your paintings hanging up everywhere, I'm gonna go, oh shit. Uh, this is not where I belong. You're going to look around. You're going to see, like, even if I'm focused on the person in front of me, something's going to be off. I'm going to look around and go, oh, my God. Well, he seems very comfortable here. Well, I, I know the light, the light wasn't on. I think that was the thing, too. The lights wasn't on. But I, I, but see, these apartments are all laid out the same. I know. Cookie cutter style. So I, I, that's why I go, for me, everything inside doesn't matter because I can't prove none of that. I'm just taking your word for it. But for me, I go, yeah, she came out and she texts Bay back like, "Yeah, I fucked up." And I think that line was enough for me to go, "Okay," because we know before what she was texting, and they know after what she was texting. And another thing, the bitch was pump faking. She was acting like she was coming through, and she really wasn't. Because <laughs> one of the things when she before she shot the motherfucker, she was like, "I'm on my way," and she was really just getting home. Mm. So she really wasn't even trying to show up. She guilty for that. <laughs> That's on a whole other level, though. That's between her and him. Whoever yeah, she was but that's with. what I'm saying. These type of lies that women tell should be un, uh, what uh, I don't know the word. Not unnecessary. Don't say women tell because we know it's a two way street. Man. Come on. Now. Ah, here she. Anyway, so uh, she killed him. Uh, she got uh, she was found guilty of murder, which I thought was extreme. But one thing about the judge, she allowed every piece of uh opportunity for them to find her not guilty so basically when it's all on the table when everything is on the table you can't say it wasn't available for them to charge her if they charge her guilty you can't you don't really have a lot of room for appeal because the jury had every possibility at stake and they found guilty of murder then she got sentenced and that's what made people mad because she only got 10 years she only she i i predicted 10 years personally for manslaughter I just didn't think you would give him 10 years for if you charged her for murder. Because in Texas, in Texas, you can uh, the defendant can either have the judge or the jury uh, decide the length of their um, 
sentence. Sentence. So she went with the jury, which was smart because that black lady wasn't fucking with her. Um, and they gave gave her ten years. So the jury gave her a murder charge and gave her ten years, which they could have gave her manslaughter and gave her fifteen to t- ten to fifteen. So I don't know why they, I don't know how that came together. Um, uh, now with that, what do you think about this case? I don't like the justice system. I feel like from case to case and all this stuff, like I get it. You have to take all these different things into account, but there's so many times that people just seem to get oh, off on, on lighter sentences. And stuff. And some, just some of the comments I was reading um, was just talking about, you know, okay, you get sentenced with 10 years. If you get good time, how, how many of those years are you really going to do? And it just kind of puts value on a person's life. Like if you say, okay, 10 years, Shit, you just killed an innocent man for walking into his fucking home. Could you imagine as the family, like, you want to talk to me about forgiveness? You want to talk to me about sentencing, all this stuff? You killed a man and you came into his home. He was doing nothing wrong. You shoot and kill him and I'm supposed to be able to say 10 years is enough? What if she ran into his home in her car and killed him? How much time? The same amount of time she should get for accidentally shooting somebody for her walking in well, the, 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 the wrong house. Well, she got 10 years. So 10 years? No. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I, mean, it's, I, it's I, would feel, I would feel one way if this was like, you know, the Trayvon Martin or something like that. When it was like um, some real police craziness. Versus, she made a huge mistake. She was distracted. I understand, but isn't shouldn't 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 if if jail is supposed to be rehabilitation, supposed to be, if that's what it's supposed to be, shouldn't you be sentenced according to what we are? I mean, demon, what's the appropriate amount of punishment for you to be rehabilitated and back? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't that be the case if you do something now granted it was murder one murder one i mean a murder is typically a life sentence but this is really a manslaughter and i know the family was split there's there was family members who were like you know wanting they need to place that anger somewhere so they want to see the worst punishment possible for this woman but then the one brother who you know hugged her and i mean it's so tough because i'm I'm gonna talk about that but just in terms of of sentencing if because i've always said really jail is what is the appropriate amount of revenge we want for the crime is it though for you maybe i i don't know i feel like it depends on the crime i feel like it depends on the the severity of it like i'm just saying it's just a revenge thing it's not really about rehabilitation it's about revenge uh more than anything um, now granted there's drug stuff white oh I'm gonna say non-violent crime I'm just talking about violent crimes if violent crimes is about revenge or rehabilitation I mean I there's certain t- like your kid could do something or a person could do something um, and you know once they get in trouble they're never gonna do that again when you said violent crimes like I don't think she intended like you said, which well, she Trayvon, shot him, so like, like she went, but yeah, but I mean, it, it it might be violent that the nature of it because you used a gun, but it was really self preservation. She thought she was ha- she she thought she was in a position to have to protect herself, is what it sounds like. 
So that changes shit from going like, I'm so jaded by my job that I've seen it a hundred times. I know because you're this, this, and this, that you're, that you're a criminal, you're a threat. So let me shoot you and kill you. It was, I'm a woman, I'm in my home and there's someone else in here. I have to protect myself. It kind of shifts things a little bit because of the lens she was looking through. It wasn't just the fact of her having police training. It's like, I'm a woman, you're a man. You could be, you, you, I'm thinking that you're here to inflict harm on me. So she has to think about it like, let me protect myself versus I've seen it a hundred times before. I know because you're outside selling cigarettes that you deserve to be choked out because you're just a big fucking dude um, that has no respect for the law. And so you need to be killed. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference there between people who have been on the job for so long and they they feel like they've seen it all. And I think that's what happens a lot with all these police killings is that I've seen it all. I deal with fucked up people all day long. So when someone tries to tell me, oh, I didn't really do it. And they hear, they've heard all these lies so many times or whatever that they don't have any sympathy for it versus somebody who's like thinking that they are in their own, their own domain and, and are, are feeling that threat. That's a different thing. So 10 years, 10 years of anybody's life, whether, I mean, whether that's justifiable or not, that's going to be enough time for you to sit and think like whatever you deal with in those 10 years, even if you only do five or four for that amount of time, like that's still going to have a huge impact on your life. What's justifiable? I mean, yeah true i don't know what's right and what's wrong in that situation i really don't and that's the question i think that's where things get tricky with people and that's why sometimes i get a little tense about the social justice with the social justice warriors they call them is that sometimes it can be misplaced now i do feel like this is this this her getting charged is making up for all the times that they did do it exactly so i'm like fuck it (laughs) like that's how i feel about it she's going because at the end of the day a police officer is going to jail Mm -hmm. for killing um irresponsibly Mm -hmm. and that's is that not a good enough win to to set precedence that this can happen you know maybe this will be the example to make other th- other you know think? why it's not for me though is because she was off duty she felt that she was she felt I, I, I from what i could gather from it is she felt like a legit threat in her own home take the police part out of it you could take somebody who grew up just with it with knowledge of how to use a firearm that always carries a gun on them and you were in your own home and you feel that threat regardless of whatever other training you've had if you know that you have a weapon on you could protect yourself and save your own life that's different than being like, I'm out on the job. I've seen it a hundred times. You're just a scumbag like everybody else. So I'm going to fucking kill you before you've had a chance to do anything. Because that's what's happened in a lot of the other situations where unarmed black men were killed by police officers. These these cops just make this idea of like, oh, I've seen it before. I've seen it before. I've seen it before. And they shoot without asking because they've already made that idea and that determination in their head that that person is like anybody else before that they've had contact with. And it's unfair to that person. It's abusing their power. Her being a woman in her home and a man in her home, to me, that changes things a little bit, regardless of race, regardless of cop versus civilian. It's a woman trying to protect herself to make sure she's not going to become a victim is, it was what it seems like. And you're going to, you, but at that same time, she could have shot him in the knee. She could have shot him below the waist because there's this idea here in Kansas. I don't know if it's true or not, but if I shoot them below the waist, then I'm not going to get charged with murder. You know, you can take them and 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 paralyze them in a way to where they're not going to come at you as a threat. Shoot them in the knee and then get the fuck out of your house. Nah, that's not that's not how you taught to shoot though. You're not no, it's, to as shoot a police way. officer, you're not. As a police okay. officer, you're not. You shoot to kill. But 
or, or, or whatever, but I'm just saying, if she would have felt like, oh, I'm in this threat, but okay, you have to think about if, if he's already in the house and you walk in, you're closer to the door than he is. So you could shoot him to keep him from coming at you to harm you and then get the fuck out so where you don't have to kill him and then you can sort the pieces out later. I, and see, based on her saying I fucked up, I really believe she shot him. She looked around and realized this ain't my place. Right. So it's just, I mean, it, it, I can see. And they did do a timeline. So I, just to be clear on that. They did do a timeline. The timeline was like, she sent this text. This happened. There was activity because they used card key cards. So it was activity at the door. And then this happened. And then she sent another text. So you get this little time frame where it's like, boom, 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 boom. Damn, that sound bad. But like, all right. So that happened. She got 10 years. I I mean, she's probably going to get out early. Now. You got the thing that everyone seems to be split on, and it, that is the hug that happened with uh, Botham Jean's uh, brother and Amber Geiger. And that's the only thing I care to talk about, really, at this point, because here's the facts of the matter. No one's going to give a fuck after a month. We're not going to talk about it no more. We're I know move there's on a the big uproar all the time, and then shit just kind of keeps going. And for me, I don't have to live with the end of anyone's life here. I don't have to live with his the death of both of Gene. I don't have to live with the sentencing. I'm not the family. I'm not neither one of the family. So for them to be able to find forgiveness, I have to accept it. Mm-hmm. I can't be the person to tell them, uh, if I someone kill me, don't do that. Like I want my I family that, to yeah. find peace. You know, if if that's how they find peace cool you know i i'm not too caught into christian is christian that find peace because i don't have to live with it i saw a story once i watched a documentary um and this woman lost her son he was like 16 or 17 and another like 16 or 17 year old boy shot and killed him so at his sentencing she told him I'm going to kill you is what she told the boy. And he's like, what the fuck? You know, like this dude's mom is coming at me saying he's going to, she's going to kill me or whatever. So he goes and he does his time. Cause since he was under 18, he got juvenile life, whatever he gets out. And while he was locked up though, the mom would come and visit him. And they, they developed this relationship. When he got out, she offered him a room in her house. He comes and stays with her. She gets him, you know, helps him start finding work and all this stuff. And then one day she comes to him and she's like, you remember how I told you I was going to kill you? And he's like thinking, oh, shit, this has all been a setup to the day where she finally kills me. And she said, I did it. And he's like, what do you mean? He said that that thug that you were, the gangster, oh, all this shit. God. I killed that person and I made you into someone who is a totally different person. Oh, that shit gave me the chills. I, I, got, like, what? I know. I know. But, you know, the fact <laughs> like, nervous. do you know how strong of a woman that has to be to take in? She looked at that boy and understood his upbringing, his lifestyle, his outlook on life up until that point, he was so misled that even though he killed her child, she wanted to give him a chance. She wanted to give him an opportunity to have a different life. I don't think I would want to walk around with that kind of anger either. No, it's de- it destroys people. And that's why like, I kind of get frustrated with not even that. Like, again, they gonna, if that's how they choose to move on, 
I've already moved on. Like I like they cry about that probably all the time. They have to deal with court. They do this shit all the time. I'm gonna go to work or whatever. I'm gonna turn on YouTube. I'm gonna watch the trial. Then I'm gonna go eat some shit. Like I'm gonna go handle my life. And most of us will. So it's always kind of um boggling, <coughs> but what the fuck? Her soul just left. <coughs> Three times. Four times. Get it to me. <laughs> Boom. Uh bless you. Thank you. But I don't think it's fair for you know what? But that's what we do. We like commentary. This is our little piece of commentary to say what you would have and would do. And that's cool. Whatever. You have at it. But I don't think anyone should go at these people's family members to say that they are wrong for handling their life who is right. really the one that's changed by this. Everybody Ours is just commentary that. on the justice system, however we like it or dislike it. Um, so for me, it sounds like shit, but I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. I saw it. It happened. Uh, it was good drama. Um, a police officer, I do look at it like a police officer is going to jail for this. Um, she was definitely overcharged with a murder, but uh, we get overcharged a lot too. So I'll take it. And it's fucked up, but this is that thing. It's like, it's not really, to me, about rehabilitation. It's about revenge. Mm-hmm. And we got one. We got a win. Uh, I don't know why I said we, because I just said I'm moving on with my life. But um, I think that's why I don't like the Sean Kings of the world and people like that, because they whole agenda is the prof- profit off of the pain of the culture. Anytime we're sad or mad or in the uproar, that's when they make the most money. And they are sometimes the ones that are facilitating those conversations. And I think for us as people of color, we have to get to a place where we start to to stop normalizing anger and be productive. Like, what are we doing to... Yeah, these bad things are continuing to happen because guess somehow conveniently they seem to stop happening at a high clip that they used to happen last year, which they have not stopped happening. We just stopped talking about it. But what have we done to be more productive from there other than be angry every time the next one comes up? Right. Like Amber Geiger, this wasn't this big racial case as we make it seem out to be. It just, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It just happened at a time where a lot of it was happening. Well, and we like went, there's another one. That the, the situation where I had, it was like in the car and the dude came up or whatever uh, and I felt I was like I locked the door it wasn't about race it was about the fact that he was a man and I had to <laughs> yeah right over there you know you <clears throat> I had to think about the the level of threat um as me as a woman and um and him as a man it, and I, I I just wonder for her how much of that was the same thing it's not about black versus white or cop versus civilian it's like I'm a woman I have to protect myself and that's what I think it was honestly and she was free like motherfuckers like she could have just like man don't act like you ain't never just been startled by someone saying hey how are you and you wasn't ready for the shit mm-hmm. she was texting she was about she was already lying to a nigga she was doing this coming to the crib walked into a crib thought it was hers he sh- oh and they said the because my thing was like how the fuck she walked in but with a key card because like angry that bitch was cracked a little bit you know he probably was waiting on something could have been but there was something faulty with their um So her system. card worked on his door? I think that's what happened. And they were saying that the family is going to sue Southside Flats uh, because of the key entry thing. 
So yeah, they're because do that shit is extremely well, clearly, unsafe. Like, I'm, yeah, right. You could get killed, huh? Yeah, you sure could. And you're so, off your own. Yeah, wow. that's why it's like, but that wasn't in the thing. But that, that's why I go to like this. Really wasn't that big case. Not, this not wasn't like some the, of the one. Other ones, yeah. And right. it'd be nice if it, this was one of those, but this wasn't the one. This was pretty. This was probably going to happen this way if it wasn't on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad they. Uh, I mean, we did it right. We did it again. We did it with the sniper. Um, we did that right. Uh, say, man, you're gonna do a crime. Do it in Dallas. You're gonna take your ass to jail, man. Yeah, they don't play around. Anyway, what you got? We've been talking for a minute. Um. She's got a reef. Halloween coming. I got. I do Halloween. I do Christmas, fall, sports teams, whatever you need. Your kids' bedroom, wedding stuff. I had people hit me up for wedding stuff. They wanted to add Alice in Wonderland so, shit. So you only do reefs? I mean, I can do any. I do lots of stuff, but reefs Mostly kind reefs. of. Yeah, I like to do reefs. Would you like Halloween or Christmas? That's a hard one. That's what she, uh, that, 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 that. No, I love Halloween because it's so much fun to dress up. It's so much fun to get into character and to be these different personas and stuff. But I love Christmas because I have my son's birthday is the 19th. I got twin nieces the two days after Christmas. It's just about like coming together and 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 bringing the family together and doing traditional stuff. I don't care so much about like the gifts and everything. I like I like a reason for anybody to get together. You could tell me, oh, it's Tuesday. You know, we like to get together on Tuesday. I'm like, yes, we do like to get together on Tuesdays. I love any reason for people to get together Mm-mm. and make. Okay, y'all. My I got, kid is Mexican. I have an obsession with themed food. I make food. If it has a theme behind it, listen, it's insane. I have a problem. It's like an addiction. I I don't know. If I'm what do you my, mean a theme? Like, like so, like even for like okay, like if the theme is my theme is dinner, de- lunch, <laughs> breakfast, Halloween food. Like if you're gonna have a party and it's Halloween, my son's birthday was uh, I he did a um we did a Marvel's birthday party. So like the cake was Hulk coming out of the cake, smashing out, and there's like all this stuff. The pizza was looked like Iron Man's face. It's just theme, thing like that. Like if it has a theme behind it, I love to make food for it. It could be a football game. I'll make the seven layer dip look like a football man, where the beans are on top. You sour cream to make the lines. You know, this mug is a mother for real. <laughs> Born That's some mother shit. I no, can't help it. No, you could. No, I can't. I enjoy it like thoroughly. I love it. What time are you getting up to make this theme? Sometimes I start the night before, depending on what it is. <laughs> I bet the food don't even be hidden like that. Listen, I'm, there's not enough left to take home. I'll tell you that. So everybody cleans it out. That must mean something. To be nice. Shit, I have people during the holidays make food orders as well. They they want they want them pies. They want them pumpkin rolls. Okay. First of all, what pie? I can't even listen. I got this one pie that I make. First of all, cheesecake. The best cheesecake you ever had. Guacamole. Best guacamole ever. I make this one pie. And I used to call it Joe's pie because it was my ex-husband's favorite kind. And I don't even know what to rename it now. But it's like a pudding. Put some respect on that man name. Listen. It was was, a good pie. I'll tell you that. See, man, you ain't said Sweet potatoes. Oh, my God. My favorite. Now you finally said something. Listen. Have you ever had sweet potatoes with bacon and cheese on them instead of all the sweet toppings? Why are you disrespectful? Have we Why do you want to disrespect the sweet about this potato right? pie? 
a sweet potato pie, that's fine. I'll do it sweet all day. But when you eat actual sweet potatoes, instead of doing like the brown sugar and the marshmallows and all that on top, have you ever had it with the cheese and bacon and like scallions on top? No, why would I do that? Okay, okay. Why would I do that? Okay, next time I come, I'm bringing sweet. I got sweet potatoes at the house right now. Why would you you do that? Why would you experiment? It's that savory sweet combo. I'm telling you, it is better than having the marshmallows on top. It's it's fucking bad. Did you come up with this by yourself? You know what? Back in the day, I worked at a steakhouse, and I ha- I remember this one customer would come in, and he would order his shit loaded with cheese and bacon and scones. And I was like, Ooh, that is so nasty. And then I finally <coughs> tried it. That is getting you. That's the second time it got him. <laughs> second time it came to bite your ass. Look, um, what's your favorite dish? What's your best dish? If I'm going to make a whole favorite. meal, my favorite is not fried chicken, but baked chicken. Corn, homemade mashed potatoes. I like to use the red potatoes, y'all, with the garlic and all that stuff. Mashed potatoes and gravy and some biscuits. That is my favorite, like, comfort or some homemade chicken noodle soup. Oh, my God. Baked chicken. Baked chicken. What you use, pepper or what? You said pepper? Yeah. I can't give out, I can't give out recipes <clears throat> now. If There's certain things that you just don't share. I, I watched a YouTube the other day. And this dude was making. I, I often I would go on YouTube to see, you know, what 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 can I put on some? Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, what's another way to make something? And I was looking up pork chops, and this motherfucker he cooked the pork chops like you want to do it by three uh twenty minutes on this side, and then you flip it over. Now when I flip it over, uh, it's almost done, and uh now we add a little pepper to it and some salt, and man, that's a good pork chop, like, nigga. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you did all that to, to drop pepper and salt this motherfucker said i just want to eat meat and that was it you gotta marinate that shit tenderize it let it sit overnight and some stuff man you, you just be i think you low-key capping honestly How, i mean have i said anything to me? I'm, i don't know what i have the sweet said. potato kind of threw me okay next time i come over i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna bring you some sweet potatoes so I got to come back this weekend anyways to bring you your, your manly wreath. So I'm going to bring you some sweet potatoes. Yeah, she she had in competition with my neighbor to have a better wreath, but that ain't happening. <laughs> All right, we finna wrap this shit up. I didn't find a song. So I'm going to use the song of, uh, I'll figure it out. You'll hear a song at the end of this episode. Uh, kind of Famous Pod, K-I-N-D-A-FamousPod.com, the official website. Go there. Um, As well as, make sure you just go to the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash kind of famous pie. This motherfucker got me drunk, so I ain't really. <laughs> I don't, I don't, she done had three of these. I'm on like one and a half because I like to take my time. Ketchup. She didn't. No, I'm not even sure she can make it home. Um, I'm more than fine. Just up the street. If you can't make it, Uber is only 17 cents from here to there. Uh, Facebook.com slash kind of famous pie. What's coming up? Ain't nothing coming up. Halloween. Halloween, that's later this month. I'm going to be back home before then. I got to figure out some fucking ghost stories. Ooh. Yeah, I got to talk some paranormal shit, some Freaky Friday shit. My dad could tell a good ghost story. I, I halfway believe some of that shit. Might be real. It might have been. You seen a ghost? I have seen ghosts, yes. All right, we'll talk about that some other time. Um, So, got to figure that out. EFC 13 coming up October 19th. It should be all right. 
That's my that's my blood. You know what? The, right. You never know what what one of these fighters might pull out their ass, and and it just turn the whole show upside down. You never know. That's that's the amazing thing about fighting. Somebody could be getting their ass whipped the whole time, and then I know where someone else just just all it takes is that one punch. That's what's so crazy about a fight. Yeah, that it, one that one position, that one submission, whatever. Uh, are you talking about sex? <laughs> Uh, shout out to Earl Spence. Earl Spence, another Dallas boy, beat that boy ass. Uh, this weekend, talk about one punch, put him on his, put him on his, put him, put it on him. So Earl Spence, uh, man down. Uh, Spence, man, appreciate that. Not appreciate it. I appreciate that victory because I got a little money from him. But man, my guy is the best fighter in the welterweight division, hands down. And ain't nobody fucking with him. And it is what it is. We need Keith one time Thurman to come on get that ass whooped. And that's the end of that. You probably don't know nothing I'm talking about. But it's boxing. So, big boxing fan. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Till next time. Sorry, different zone. <laughs> Whole different zone. Tell your mama I said hi. So, in light of you being kind of famous. Why the hell I'm kind of famous? Who the hell she knows?